everyone. Thanks for checking out this podcast. I hope today's conversation inspires you and builds your faith for the moment you are in right now. Know that God's love for you truly changes everything. Enjoy the message. Well, I'm excited to be able to share with you in week five of the Not Done Yet series. So looking forward to this. As I was thinking about, you know, what am I going to say when I get the opportunity? And I began to think about it, and I was, I was contemplating the word help. Now, I don't know if it's my age, my stage, or all that's going on uh, in our world, but I feel like this year I need more help than ever before. Does anybody else feel that way? Like you just need some help. And so as I was thinking about this, I came across this verse of scripture found in John 14, and and it talks about the Holy Spirit is our helper. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm feeling led to talk about the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, seriously, like the Holy Spirit is like a mystery. Like how am I going to be able to communicate? And so, I began to uh, have a, run a little poll with my kids. See, what my kids don't know is that when I'm testing, my, you know, material and thoughts, I try it out on them. And so we were going to the hockey rink the other day, and I asked my kids, I said, listen, if you had to describe God in one word, could you do it? What would you say? And they're like, oh, you know, they thought about it, and they're like, God, hmm, creator, I'm like, oh, that's, that's actually good. Like, really good. All right, could you describe Jesus? And one of them was like, well, he's like, he like died for our sins, like Savior. Like, like all right, we're good, good. And now I said, if you had to describe the Holy Spirit, what would you say? I would just tell them to talk to my dad because he's a pastor. And so I realized right then that maybe we need some better understanding when it comes to the topic and the person of the Holy Spirit today. Now, some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, I invited somebody for the first time and they're talking on the Holy Spirit. Uh, Trust me, I, I had the opportunity to speak to students this week on this same topic and I feel like God showed up in such a real way. And so if you're like me and you've been going steady with God for a number of years, I believe that God's going to speak to you today and he's going to show himself in the person of the Holy Spirit in such a new and personal way. And if you're here today and this is all new to you, I believe that you are getting set up for an exciting journey in a personal relationship with God. Now, would you join me and just in the chat and in the room, could you just repeat after me, say, help me. Say, help me. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm going to attempt to dive into this topic this morning, and I want to establish first some ground rules. When we talk about the Trinity, I want us to establish that first we have God the Father. All right, say that with me. Say, God the Father. Next, we have God the Son. And last, we have God the Holy Spirit. Repeat that after me. Say, God the Holy Spirit. 
There we go. Here we go. Now let's start with God, our Father. Now, we understand that in Genesis 1, verse 1, it begins with, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God, our Father, is the creator, right? In Genesis 1, 26, it says the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit got together and they said, let's make man in our image and in our likeness. What's fascinating is God, our Father, is creator of everything and he's created us. As we look at our culture today, it's interesting how we are pushing God out of everything. Like in our country, it's quite sad, isn't it? Where we can't talk about God, like in our schools, right? It's like we can't, we can't pray, we can't do, you know, all of that. But I was recently in a conversation uh, with one of my, my sons, my oldest son, Weston, who was hosting this morning. Isn't he doing a great job? I love that kid. So proud of him. But we were talking about he's in his first year of high school. Oh, it's crazy. We were ta- I was asking him about his different courses and his classes and what he's learning. And this is fascinating. And he was talking about biology class. Do you understand that, you, that biology means life? And you can't talk about life without bumping into who? God, our creator. They try different theories and illustrations, but you can't help but continually run into God. Now catch this. This this is so funny. He was talking about art class. How many like artists do we have? Like, Like this is like drawing and pictures and all that stuff. Okay. There's multiple artists in different categories, but like pictures. So he was in art class and he was telling me about how expensive art is. Like who are collectors of art? Like, you know, any art collectors? Like it is expensive material that we're docking all right big money and he said dad did you know that one of the most expensive pieces of art in the world today is the picture of the lord's supper and i'm thinking about this i'm thinking we're trying to push god out of everything but we keep running into him everywhere we go God, our Father, is our creator. And as I was thinking about this topic, I realized this this real personal thing about God. That all humanity carries a father need. Now, what do I mean by that? Maybe your experience growing up, maybe you had the best father who provided for you, taught you, or, or maybe on the other end of the scale, you, you know, ha- your experience with a father, there was, there was disappointment and setback and failure and maybe abuse, or maybe you lost your father. But regardless of where you're at, all of humanity, you and I, everyone that's watching online today, we all have one thing in common. We all have need of a father. And no earthly father can fill that void but our heavenly father, God. Here's what's powerful about this. 
that we will often spend large parts of our life trying to gain acceptance and value and self-worth. When you, when you read, I love like biographies and documentaries. My kids are like, seriously, Dad, that's what you want to watch? But I love watching successful business people and you'd often find out that early on in their life they faced some sort of rejection when it came to their father and that set them out on a trajectory to become, to find their appreciation and value and self-worth and confidence as they build these massive companies and have all this money. But it's because they are void of a father. What am I trying to say here today? I want us to understand that when we understand the relationship of our heavenly father, we can let go of maybe the resentment or the hatred or the disappointment that we faced growing up from our earthly father that couldn't meet that actual need. And here's what's exciting, and I shared this with the students, is when you begin to understand that your heavenly father created you with a plan, with a personality. He gave you gifts and talents and dreams that no one else can do. There begins to become a level of confidence that this world can't give you. Are you guys with me this morning? Would you begin to get an understanding of your heavenly father? Somebody say this after me. Say, God is our father. Now, God is our heavenly father. The second person that we're talking about is the God, the Son. And we see him introduced in a scripture that we all know found in John 3.16, which we all know it. And it says this, For God so loved you and so loved me that he gave his only son. The second person in the Godhead is God the Son. And here's what I, what I love about this is his role, I want you to see it on the screen, his role is Savior. You see, God created the heavens and the earth and he created us. And I don't know if it was the, you know, six days he created, seventh day he rested, and I don't know if it was the eighth or ninth day, but like, us humans, we messed it all up, right? And God had to initiate a plan, and his plan was Jesus to fix this. And so he sent his son Jesus as, uh, as the Savior to fix the sin gap that separated man from God. Now hang with me. Here's what I find interesting is oftentimes we use the same terms religion and Christianity in the same phrase, or we interchange them. The reality is, is that religion is man's attempt to try to be good enough, to try to earn our salvation. But the reality is, is when we understand that Jesus is all about relationship. You see, Christianity 
Christianity is an opportunity for us to be in relationship with God. Let me break it down like this. How many of you have ever tried to impress a guy or a girl before? And you tried everything. Like, I mean, you've got the gym membership, right? You're eating healthy. You know, you're trying out, like, getting shopping, getting new clothes. You're trying to impress this person. Nobody's, like, raising their hand and be like, that's me. But we've all been there, right? Religion is similar where we have tried to work and earn our salvation. But Jesus has come to be able to bring that relationship so that we can be reconnected with God. Now, maybe some of you are thinking, okay, we understand God the Father. We understand, you know, God the Son. But I feel like, I feel like God is distant. I feel like alone in my mess. We started out by talking about, I need help. How is God the Father, how is God the Son going to help me? And as I began to look into this, this, this message today, I began to realize this one important thing. I began to realize that, that God the Father, do you know where he's located today? God the Father? We found his GPS coordinates. It's found in Luke 11, verse 2. And it says, Our Father who art in heaven. God the Father is in heaven today. He's done all he's going to do, and he's in heaven. Now, where is Jesus today? In Mark 16, verse 19, it says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Why does any of this matter? Because I believe that sometimes as Christians, we understand who God is and we understand who Jesus is, but we don't understand who the Holy Spirit is. Are you guys ready for this? In John 19, verse 30, Jesus is hanging on a cross. He is about to pay the penalty for our sin. And Jesus' last words on the cross was, it is finished. What is finished? All of our working, all of our earning, all of priests having to go to God for mankind, that is finished. And there is a connection, a relationship is reconnected between God and man through Jesus Christ. That is worth getting excited about. We don't have to try and earn our salvation. We don't have to try to go through a regiment. Jesus has provided the price for us to be reconnected in a personal, somebody say personal, personal relationship with Jesus Christ through Jesus Christ, to our Heavenly Father God. Now, now that we've established this, okay, how does that help me now? How does that help us now? And here's where I want us to go today. 
not just today, but take this uh, in our daily routines and activities and relationships and things that we need help with. As we begin to talk about the Holy Spirit, John 14, I want us to go to John 14, and Jesus says this. He says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you a what? A helper. How many of you guys need some help today? I need help. And I want to introduce you and and share with you the role that the Holy Spirit plays in our life. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit, he's our helper, but do you want to know where he's located? Do you want to know where the Holy Spirit's location is? His location is in this world, in this earth, and in us. That is powerful. We never have to be alone we can begin to create and engage in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Do you know what one key ingredient is to have a relationship with somebody? One key ingredient, communication. If you want to end a relationship, right? Students, I'm talking to students. You want to cut a relationship off? Just stop communicating, It's simple. Just cut it off. Simple to understand, harder to do. But if you want to increase a relationship, we just need to begin communicating. I want us to get an understanding this morning that the Holy Spirit is in every minute. He's in every moment. He's in every question that you are facing, and he wants to be your helper. Can you just say, help me, Holy Spirit? I don't know about you, but I'm looking for help when it comes to health. Here's what's key about the Holy Spirit. He will help you. He won't do it for you. How does he help you? In those little prompts where it could be as simple as, I should be drinking more water. It doesn't sound real profound. It's going to make, but just in those small little prompts, and as you begin to obey and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, you will begin to realize that He is helping you. He wants to help us in our relationships. And as I was preparing again for today, I felt that, just that, that voice, that Holy Spirit in me when it comes to relationships. And I don't know if this is for me or for somebody else, but I'm going to share it. When it comes to our relationships, I felt this. I felt that there are some, some relationships that are fractured and that are broken in our life. And we often want to just push away. We often want to just settle in the hurt and accept it. The Holy Spirit reminded me this week that we can't let that resentment and that hurt settle, but we need to allow 
that love of the Holy Spirit to become real, where we can respond not how we want to, but respond with caring and compassion, even though that is the last thing that we want to do, I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit is here to help us today. I don't know if it is or not, but I hope that it helps you. We talk about friends with benefits. Can I tell you that the Holy Spirit comes with a whole lot of benefits? Your relationship with the Holy Spirit, do you know what the benefits are? Love, joy. Come on, somebody. Who needs some more joy? Some peace, patience, self-control. If you are like me and you need some help in these areas, can I tell you that the Holy Spirit is our helper and the byproduct of a relationship with the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace. Come on, somebody. This is good. This is helpful for my everyday life. The person of the Holy Spirit wants a personal relationship with you today. He wants to be able to speak to you right where you're at. And I feel like sometimes as Christians, we understand God as creator. We have a pretty good understanding of who Jesus is as savior. But when it comes to the daily relationship of understanding who the Holy Spirit is, we need like never before to re-engage and begin communicating with the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. John also says in John uh, 14, verse 16, it says that he will lead us into all truth. Could I have somebody just bring me up a, a Bible real quick? He will lead us into all truth. Recently, I was, I was out for a, a jog, and I had, again, just some thoughts. And I posted on social media, how does God speak to you? If God's going to speak to you, how does he often speak to you? And people commented, they say, you know, they speak to me through podcasts, and speak to me through people, and speak to me through music was, was a lot of people's common story. But I, I want us to understand as I begin to wrap up today, it says he is, he is the spirit who reveals all truth. Can I tell you that a powerful combination is when we take the word of God, the scripture that is life and will speak to us, and then our personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, he will begin to lead you in all truth. Somebody say, all truth. All truth. You see, right here, I believe there's, there's a plan of God. There's a general plan of God for our life, and there is a specific plan of God for our life. The general plan of God for our life is found in here. If you don't feel like coming to church one day and you're like, I'm not sure if I should be coming to church or not, can I tell you, you'll find the answer right here. If you want to understand how you're supposed to treat people, 
who maybe have done you wrong, you're going to find the answer right here. You're going to want to know how to spend your money, what you should do with your finances. It's found here. How to treat your spouse, it's found here. That's the general will of God. And as you begin to spend time here, the Holy Spirit will become truth to your life. If there was ever a time that we needed truth, is it not now? We will find the truth right here in Scripture. Now third, as as we wrap up today, The Holy Spirit wants to be our comforter. The Holy Spirit wants to be our comforter. And I just want to invite our worship team to come out. And I want to give you the opportunity today to just spend a few moments in the presence of the Holy Spirit because I believe He is here today. He's in this room, He's in your heart. But I just want to say that the Holy Spirit, his third role that I wanted to talk about was that he is our comforter. What does, what does that mean? I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but have you ever tried to describe something to somebody? Maybe it's even your spouse. Somebody that knows you more than anybody. And you, you finish the conversation thinking, they will never understand what I'm going through. They will never understand how I feel. How many have have ever thought that before? Do you know what? The Holy Spirit as our comforter, he understands everything that you've been through. He understands everything that you're going through in this moment. He will understand you better than anybody else ever will and i'm inviting you to begin this new relationship with the person of the holy spirit the holy spirit as our comforter i think about my kids and how they have their favorite blanket or their favorite stuffed animal what does that blanket represent it represents comfort when no one else is around and it's just them alone getting ready for bed and they're curled up, what does that blanket represent? It represents that comfort and protection. And maybe you're watching online today or maybe you're here in the room and you are going through the most difficult time of your life. I want you to know that you're not alone and the Holy Spirit wants to be your comforter. I don't know about you, but I've began this week to just understand how important the relationship is with Holy Spirit. And so I want to just welcome, give you an an opportunity right now, just as you're sitting, just in your seat, maybe you want to just close your eyes, but I would invite you just to maybe just open your hands just as as a sign to God, to the Holy Spirit. And maybe you just want to just repeat these words after me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. 
Maybe worship team, you could just start singing that softly. Just say, Holy Spirit. Maybe your situation, you came here today and you've been feeling like, I am finished. I'm finished. I'm done. You fill in the blank in what you said you're done with. The Holy Spirit is saying to you this morning, you might be finished, but I am not done yet. He is now in a position where he can come in and he can be your helper today. He can give you the truth that you need for your situation and he wants to be your comforter. How many people want to invite the Holy Spirit into our situation? Would you just stand with me as we sing this song together as a prayer and as a declaration of Holy Spirit, we need your help today. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about Moncton Wesleyan, we invite you to visit our website at mw.church. We are here to help you with any questions you might have. See you next time.